0: Here
1: we go.
0: Oh, man. This is free wine and not lemon bread. I'm going to need you to sound
1: more excited about the podcast.
2: <laughs> I'm Corianne. Oh, that's
1: Corianne Thorpe. Oh, I'm David.
2: Hey. I'm David Overstreet. I'm David Overstreet.
3: This
1: is Whit.
0: Hi, you're last. Whit Whittle. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I'm last. I'm Dalton Lot. Oh. <laughs> Let's do
1: it again. Ready? I'm David Lee
2: Overstreet.
0: <laughs> I'm James Dalton Lott.
2: <laughs>
1: you're last.
0: Ooh, we had some harmony going on there.
1: Did you hear it? I did.
0: This is free wine and unleavened bread. There is no leaven in this bread. None. And our wine is free.
1: Guys, we're gonna put up a poll. What would you say if we changed our name to the Daily Bread? Or we actually can't because there's another podcast. I, there, I knew there was. Now. There has <laughs> to be. Bread. Or water to wine. I bet there's one like that. But you know what we
0: could do? What could we do? We could make a Patreon. We could. And then have an oh, yeah. exclusive on Patreon and call it the Daily Bread. That's what we're doing. And Whittle. Whit, Whittle Whit, could read a daily verse. <gasps> And that be the daily bread because it's coming from the bread of life. Hey, i
2: that. Yeah, Guys,
1: hey. we got some exciting things coming up. We do, we do, we do.
0: We don't have a time limit on yet on it yet, but just know that we have excited things coming up. Yeah. So expect goodness in the future. Oh, Use your
2: patience good. for it to come. Yeah,
0: yeah. Peace and extend kindness to us as you are patient,
2: and you'll grow to love us more. Ooh. And have
0: joy in your heart. I got nothing. Peace. No. Peace. <laughs> Peace.
1: Peace. We're Peace gonna out. be talking about the fruit of the spirit. Peace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually, we're gonna be talking about goodness, and I have a verse to share with y'all. And this is actually David wrote this. David wrote this verse. Yeah. Not David this, in the not, Bible, not this David but uh-huh. king. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I, I will tell you real quick though that like we had a time with that growing up in church. Like every time that we would talk about King David, and we'd, we'd would be like, "Ah, oh, King look David." At me. Uh. But we also had a second David who was actually probably more accurate because yeah. he was a person of color. He was, I O Z. I didn't like for the longest time growing up. I didn't know that
1: he was German. Yeah, he's half German. Mom is very German, <laughs> very German. Yeah, like I, I met German his mom. People like, are so nice, though. Yeah, I met his mom like once, and I was like, "Yeah, not you." Don't look the way I expected. Yeah, you to <laughs> she is so nice, dude. Grew up with that that woman making me Tyson chicken nuggets all the time.
0: Mm. Were they in the shapes of dinosaurs? Yes, nice. Actually, yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
1: Well, okay. Well, here is King David's verse. This is
0: from one of his psalms. Uh, oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. And that is talking about the Father. The Old Testament. In the Old Testament. So, yeah.
1: Again, so serious. God is good. Father. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. God is smart. <laughs>
0: Oh man! So how is everybody portraying goodness these days? So actually, Whitney, can you define goodness for us? I
3: can't. I can.
0: I can't.
3: <laughs> I can talk in my mic. <laughs> the quality of being morally good and virtuous. I really like that definition because uh, it's short. Well, no, like you. Hey. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Dang. Okay, we need to go back to kindness for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, No, but I like it because it talks about being morally good and virtuous. And um, I think sometimes it's easy to forget that virtue is important. And it talks about, you know, the pure in heart will see God. And I just think that that pure in heart is something um, that you obtain when you're thankful and when you... You get to that place where you're just, man, I see the goodness of God in my life. I'm so thankful. Like, Lord, thank you for for a house. Thank you for a vehicle. Thank you for food. Yeah. Thank you for the ability to go to work and be able to physically function and provide. Thank you for, for everything that you've given me. And you just think about the goodness of God and the virtue that comes with that. Um, right. And so, yeah, I, d- I just like the the virtue in it.
1: Uh, when I think of goodness, like, because when I was first looking at this word, like, I didn't for some reason I didn't know how to define it. it it's like, kind of like it's, like, it's kind of hard. Goodness, like, I goodness how do oh I? Oh my goodness, um, <laughs> no, but I I started to think about it and it just kind of reminds me of like, like my my little niece, like innocence, blamelessness. I don't know if that's a word, but we can make it one. Mm-hmm. Um, like it just. Being, like, righteousness, holiness, that's what I think about when I think of goodness. Um, in good old James, I love the book of James. Love me some James. James. Uh, chapter 1, 22, says, Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. The man who looks intently into the perfect law and gives, that gives freedom, and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. So, I don't know. Just having having that like righteousness about you, um, and one of the interesting things about the Bible is like we are told. Actually, I think I might have this in. I think it's in Romans. It talks about like we. We are dead to the righteousness for the law, and we are, after the covenant, it's more about the righteousness in our faith.
3: Like in Christ, being alive in Christ.
1: Right, exactly. Um, And so you're not just doing it because it says to do it. You're doing it because you have faith and you have that newness in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And that should give you that goodness and that joy. So that to me is kind of... Goodness and obedience kind of go hand in hand for me, yeah. and holiness.
2: Goodness also translates to godliness, right? And I think it's so interesting how there are so many times God is described as good, and I also thought that was so weird because I'm like, good, like that's such a yeah. like a boring word. It's such a
1: broad. You it's know? become that way. I feel like yeah,
2: it's become that way. But good is like there's so much power in that, especially when you attribute it to godliness. Um, but I, w- I was looking up different definitions and I found one that I thought was interesting and it says, goodness is the nutritious, flavorful, or beneficial part of something. And I just attribute it to like that verse, um, taste and see that he is good. And it's like, he is that nutrition, that flavorful and that beneficial
3: part of everything. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I found that very interesting. That is good. I think it's it's one of those things, I know I say this a lot, but like us just using words loosely and not really thinking about the weight that they carry. Um, another one that I think of is, um, his goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in his house forever. You know, Psalms 23. Um, and just another definition that I had found of it, it means a lack of self-centeredness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why you, I don't know why David's <laughs> laughing.
1: I, I just I don't know why you laughed at that.
3: Just, I, I just, know. because <laughs> I feel like even in myself and people in general, especially with our culture and everything that is so freely, you know, given to us or provided for us or that we have access to, um, I mean, like good means a lack of self-centeredness. And I think we relate it not with that. But that, that really is what it is. It means the ability to empathize with other people, to feel compassion for them, and to put their needs before your own. It means, if necessary, sacrificing your own well-being for the sake of others. And that's what God did when he sent his son. Mm-hmm. The goodness of God. You know, he was looking out for what would benefit everybody. And I just, I love that. And I love how you described it, Corianne, with having flavor. And I immediately, I did think of food when we were talking about, ooh, that's good. Because, you know, there's food and you're like, ah, you know, that's good. And you say it loosely. But then there's food that you're like, that is good. And you crave it. And you desire it. And you think about it. And hope some of y'all listening ain't hungry right now. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So my mind kind of went on a tangent when you mentioned, like, nutritional, like, flavor. Um, So something that we do in the English language is, like, I find it really interesting that we compare how good something is with, with like food terms. Mm-hmm. So we're like, Oh, that's sweet. Or if something's bad, we're like, Oh, that's, this is bitter.
2: I'm salty. Salty. What good is Salt if it's lost its flavor.
0: <laughs> but, uh, like we, we, we do that a lot in the English language where we, we use terms related to taste to describe something that is not Mm -hmm. tasteful, I guess. Um, and so like for me, like honestly, it kind of resonates with me saying that God is that nutritional flavor. Like that is his goodness. Um, and so I'm trying to think of how like you would like really define that without using tasteful terms. (laughs) Um, David is cracking up over here. Um but it it's almost like an atmosphere that kind of surrounds you. That like so when I first moved to Murfreesboro, I was just so happy to be here because I felt like I could feel God's presence everywhere. Like everywhere I went, I could feel God's presence within Murfreesboro. But then if I went went back to Nashville or Lebanon, it's like, I didn't feel far from God, but I felt like his presence was not as Dominant. flavorful. Like, flavorful. Mm. like, it was almost bland. And, like, I, I truly believe that's because Murfreesboro is where God wanted me to be. And so, like, the further that I got from it, the further that I felt from God, um, which is not, like, it's not true at all. I was close to God, but that's just how I felt. But, like, being here in Murfreesboro, it, like, I felt nourished. And I felt like I, I felt the goodness of God. I felt like I was in his presence and that everything was going to be okay, that everything was good. And I feel like we imminent that with the goodness of God, with this fruit of the spirit. Because, like, there are some people that you can be around and it's just like, I think everything's going to be okay. Because they just they have that kind of vibe about them. Um, so that's kinda of what I think about I think about God. God and his goodness. So Yeah.
2: Going along with that, so in the Greek the word goodness is translated to Agathoon. <laughs> I'm sorry, all anyway. these Greek scholars. I'm yes. so sorry. <laughs> are just shaking their heads. That's
0: going to be another Patreon
1: exclusive where we have Korean <laughs> pronounce.
0: P.O.V., you're P. a
1: Greek scholar,
0: <laughs> shaking your head.
2: But anyway, that word means an uprightness of heart and life. Mm-hmm. And so kind of like what you're saying when you're around a certain person, you feel like everything's going to be okay, is because that goodness doesn't just radiate towards like one situation or that they show goodness in an area. It's It's in their life. It's like in everything you do. So mm-hmm. it is like this atmosphere around you provided by the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah. By the way, I did find that verse talking about the uh, the law and righteousness. It's Romans 10, 4 through 9. Christ is the end of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Moses describes in this way the righteous that is by the law. The man who does these things will, will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says do not or do not say in your heart who will ascend to heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the deep, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near to you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the word of faith we are proclaiming. That that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So just... Making that distinction of like, you're not just doing what it says; you're doing it because you believe in your heart that that Jesus is the Son of God and that He is going to to raise you up. Um, and then just like someone who knows that truth has that goodness within them, mm-hmm. and you just you want to be around people like that. You want you radiate your mag uh, you're attracted to people that way, magnetized. I was going to say magnetized. I don't know what the word is. Attracted? Yeah, but there's another word, like, mm-hmm. something. Yeah,
2: I think, too, yeah. so often in, like, the Christian faith, <laughs> we keep hitting our <laughs> lights. So often. <laughs> um, Like, we're described as the lights, you know, also in, in different verses. Um, we're described as, like, the light. But I think goodness is a big part of that light. I almost feel like that's, like, one of the whole... Parts of the light mixed with other fruits of the Spirit. But still, it's like a big part of it. And so Matthew 5.16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So at the end of the day, it's all about your goodness, just pointing people back to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, guys, how do you think that Jesus portrayed this fruit of the Spirit?
3: He laid down his life. Yeah. He chose he chose to to be that sacrifice and to lay down his life that we might receive eternal life mm-hmm. that's his goodness
1: yeah mm-hmm. and he chose to like be that type of person we were talking about that light that people are just attracted to and are drawn to he had that goodness within him wherever he went and anyone who came into contact him with him what <laughs> anyone who came into contact with him instantly was changed yeah. Um, and that he just carried that with him. And, you know, if we even had an ounce of that in our daily lives, carrying that with us, just imagine how different that would make the world, make everyone that we came into contact with.
0: <clears throat> Sorry, I'm looking for a verse. I thought I had it.
1: Taking a page out of Whitney's book over there. I
0: know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at Whitney's always just like, let me find this first real quick. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's usually a lot quicker than this. <laughs> Listen.
1: Um, come on, man. We're having patience. we got to have patience. What are you whispering over there?
3: Don't worry about it.
1: What are you whispering? <laughs> None <laughs> of your business.
3: What the Lord told Dalton. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I shared that uh, with, so K-Love has, like, a community on Facebook, and I went to that community, and I shared that, and I was like, so, like, God pretty much told me that, like, it's none of my business, and that I should just wait on the Holy Spirit, and uh, I was like, so God is good, amen, and I was expecting everybody to be like, amen, like, God is good, like, absolutely, it's none of your business, and everybody was just like, God never once says that it's none of your business, (laughs) and all this stuff, and I'm like. I have two verses right here. <laughs> <laughs> right here where he says it's none of my business. <laughs> and it, it 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 breaks my heart because so many people think that like they have a word to share when they don't read their Bible. Mm-hmm. And then they accuse you of not reading your Bible. Yeah. Like so many people told me that like you should read your Bible more, like you shouldn't just listen to those voices. And I'm like I got this from the Bible.
1: Yeah, that's so. where the patience comes in. Yes. And that's yeah, and because again, they're in they're in their own stage of their faith, and they're they're growing. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah.
0: And so you got to be patient. You got to extend kindness, and you know, got to have gotta, goodness. Got to remain in that goodness. Yeah, you know? love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, peace. We are six six fruits of the spirit in. We are like, guys, listeners, if you listen to all nine of these episodes. And by the end, you can't recite the nine fruits of the spirits in order. Yes. Yeah.
1: Shame on you. Yeah. You can't look at our free one other than braid page and cheat. You have to not use any cheat sheets. Recite them. We're going to quiz you. We're going to quiz you. you. Uh, it's going to be on our Patreon. Um, <laughs> Songs help. Little plug there.
2: Did you guys learn the fruit of the spirit song when you were younger? No. Yeah.
1: Uh, it? Um, the fruit of
2: the spirit is... is Love, joy, peace. That yeah, band? yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: no. I just remember it being like way offbeat. Any time I sang it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, no, the I only like song that I learned growing up was "I'm Gonna Sing, Sing, oh, Sing." Oh no, 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 no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> this man would shout the shout part in literally in your ear, just right as in loud there. as I could, because I was obnoxious growing up.
0: I'm still kind of am.
1: <laughs> like, I was like, uh, there was a switch. I don't know when it happened, but you just immediately you just you like leveled out one day and I was like, You don't want to shout in my ear? Come on, come on, go ahead, shout. Right here. Yeah. Obnoxious. I always love the uh Tony Shaver knows God yeah. loves him. <laughs> <laughs> you touch your toe, knee, shaver, nose, God, God loves him,
0: Tony knows, knows Tony, Tony knows. <laughs> I'm like 16 years old doing this <laughs> dance
1: in my church of Christ I grew up, and I am just loving every second of it. Every I don't care, second who knows of it. it. Because Tony knows. I remember my dad walked up there one time, and he saw us <laughs> doing it, like, my, like doing the dance and stuff, and my yeah. dad was like... He just walked
0: out. <laughs> he was so ashamed of me. He was like You remember the Father Abraham? Yeah. Father, Father Abraham, Abraham had many, many sons, sons. And many sons had Father <gasps> Abraham. And I'm one, one of them. And so, so are you. you. So let's so just praise you. the Lord right, right arm.
2: <laughs> I forgot about that song. Oh my gosh, so, that just unlocked so, so much. So crazy. It's
1: awesome. Nostalgia oh.
0: Two you
3: episodes in a row. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Should yeah. just have a night where we just get a VHS player and just watch movies on VHS and then do the father yeah. <laughs> during all the rewinding. And it'll get it'll get old real quick when yeah. we have to rewind. The f- Literally, well, we can do the dance during it. Yeah, so, while it's rewinding. father yeah, wow, okay. right. there you go, <laughs> Tony Schaefer.
0: And then there was so that one dumb. song that somebody would always request. It was like Blue Skies and Rainbows. Oh, yes. Bum. Blue Skies and Rainbows and sunbeams <laughs> from heaven. <laughs> you could tell everyone was like,
1: <sighs> <sighs> oh, gosh, we'll do it again. Blue Skies and <laughs> I'll
0: tell you what. There was one song that we sang growing up that, like, honestly, the first time I heard it, it broke my heart. It was. Uh, um,
3: I can only imagine.
0: No. It was. Can he still feel the nails every time, every time yeah. I fail? That's
1: literally called Break My Heart, isn't it? No. It's No he still feel the nails? Oh, well, there is a song called Break My Heart yes. that we did used to sing. Break
0: my heart, dear yeah. Lord, Ooh. tear the bear down. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns into like a full <laughs> <pro laughs> worship. karaoke night, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is your
3: uh, free, free hymnal karaoke night. Listen, Whitney, you BBS. should be
0: eating this up because you're always like, let's have a worship night.
3: Yeah. We're
0: worshiping right now. We're worshiping in song oh, and yeah. nostalgia. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: Have a worship night where it's all just kid songs, VBS songs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that would be fine.
1: Jesus loves me, this I know. It's For the, the Bible tells me so. I'm going <laughs> to let it shine. Oh, this is <laughs> a light of mine? Yeah. Uh, I thought you said I'm going to China I was like (laughs) What song is that? I'm going to China
0: Uh, There was one song That we didn't sing This in church But we sang this In show choir And uh, it was like It was supposed to be I think it was supposed to be Like a Jamaican song Or something Um, And it was like Keep out the devil (laughs) Devil? Shut the door Keep out the the devil Yeah Keep out the devil Uh,
1: Shut the door Keep out the devil Yeah we used to sing that too (laughs)
0: Light the candle Everything is early (laughs) Yeah
1: I was the only dude in them. choir, and I actually quit because I was the only guy, and it was all girls. And she's like, Look, I'm going to need you to pick up the slag here. We got no guys. And so I was the only <laughs> one singing the guy part. Just,
0: <laughs> just belting it out. Yeah. Just in the an
1: ensemble of women doing the women's part. Yeah. So funny. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I don't know how that got started.
0: I don't know, but like, it's so good to like be able to rem- reminisce and. You know, have nostalgic moments like that. And I think God gives us that out of his goodness. Mm
1: Yeah. You know.
2: And And like you were saying earlier, like your niece and kids have so much goodness in them.
1: Innocence. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So like thinking back to when we were kids, it kind of brings, brings back that. Yeah. Goodness.
1: Yeah. And that's why people like, that's what the joy of having kids brings out in us. Mm -hmm. You know, it brings out, you know, that some of that nostalgia and just, it reminds us that Life isn't so bad all the time. Yeah. You know, like there are good things in life. Yeah. So mm.
0: well, uh actually have we gone through all the questions yet? Um how did God portray goodness in the old testament?
1: I think we talked no, well, we talked about of. Jesus. We talk about Jesus. Yeah. Well,
3: he gave them the promise. Like he gave yeah. them that covenant, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like he, even then, you know, made, made that promise that came into fulfillment whenever he sent Jesus. Um, and he kept his people. So for an example of his goodness is whenever he preserved lot. Yeah. Um, when lot was staying in Sodom and Gomorrah and, and God's like, I want to, you know, destroy the city. It's so wicked and so many bad things are happening here. And, Abraham went to him and is like, if you find this many righteous people, will you preserve it? If you find this many, if you find one. Yeah. And, you know, he had that conversation with God and, and he preserved Lot and it, it bothered Lot's conscience, even whenever he was in Sodom and, and Gomorrah. And like when he fled there and stayed somewhere else, like he, he knew, yeah. but yeah. it's God's goodness and it's him protecting his people and, and making that way for them. That seems to the natural eye impossible. Mm -hmm. That's the goodness of God. Him saying, even though you're not choosing it, I've, I've made this way for you and it's here. Yeah. And I'm, I'm right here.
1: Yeah. He also uses people in the old Testament too. Like I think in Esther, I think is the best example of that, that I can think of. Like he uses her to basically stop the King from killing Mordecai or from like going to the the Jews. Jews. Right. Um, and just, like, using her goodness and her godliness to to intervene at such a time as this, you know. I just thought that was always really cool. And yeah. that just kind of shows the goodness of God that he gave to her.
0: Yeah. And also, he, like, he, in even in his wrath, he seeks to give grace. Yeah. Like, you think it, like, I always go back to Jonah, but, like, the Ninevites, like, he like he he was infuriated infuriated with their wicked ways, but he sought to redeem them mm-hmm. and so like he like he wanted them to be warned, and I think that's just so good of mm-hmm. God, the fact that like he wants justice, he seeks justice, but he also seeks to seeks to have opportunities to give mercy right mm-hmm. so like I just he's good. God is good.
2: And then also, like, as a simple answer, like, his creation of the world. Like, I'm a bit of a tree hugger, I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> but, like.
0: I feel like I've seen you
1: hug a tree
2: before. <laughs> I have a few. Um, but, like, I mean, the Garden of Eden was perfect. But even in today, like, there's just so much beauty. Like, he didn't have to create this beautiful world for us to live in. Like, there's no reason he had to do that. But he loves us so much, and he wanted us to enjoy his creation and like the flowers and the trees and all these animals and just so much beauty and i just see so much of his goodness in that
1: yeah yeah that's that's what i always think i mean when we were in california we went to the big sur and i just like freaking love that place and just the entire hike there it was, it was that never left my mind like it was always like god created all of this out of his goodness and it's so beautiful and, but it still doesn't even compare to what heaven's going to be like and what he is. And it's like, but this is here for us, you know? And he gave us this little snapshot of this world and it's just, we should never take it for granted. Yeah. You know,
0: Two, I think about creation, um, when he created man and woman, Adam and Eve, uh, well, he created Adam and, you know, he had that relationship with Adam and he was all that Adam needed. And he, God still looked down at him and realized that he was lonely and was like, I'm all he needs, but I'm going to give him something else. And so he gave him Eve. Yeah. And that like, goes back to children too. Like he's just, he's concerned with us. He's concerned for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, you think about how just majestic and big God is. So much bigger than us, so much bigger than our world, our universe. And not because he needs to, but because he wanted to share his glory with somebody. He created all of this so that he could create us. Mm -hmm. And then he seeks our happiness. He seeks our comfort. Like, I mean, like, no, it's not about our comfort, but he does seek our comfort. Mm -hmm. He does want us to be comfortable. And like, he's, he's a loving father. He's a good father.
3: Yeah, he's cons- he's definitely <laughs> concerned with the small things and the, th- yeah. the things that we maybe are like, oh, that won't, you know, even matter. Like, he loves mm-hmm. us so much that he still wants to hear hear it from us, even though we're like, oh, he probably, you know, already knows what's going on. Like, he just likes to hear from us. Yeah, yeah. And he's concerned with what we're concerned with. Um, the verse that really popped into my head the other day was, cast your cares on him because he cares for you.
1: Mm. Yeah. I just think in those little moments that we have, you know, like we had that Thanksgiving, bit with everybody this past Thanksgiving and just like in that moment, usually I don't think about it, but there was a moment when I looked at everyone around the table and was like, God gave us this moment right here to, like, to be together, to be together and to have this like memory with each other yeah, and to have these good times with each other and to, to be able to remember these, these things later on, um, it's just part of his goodness. Like he wants that for us, you know? Yeah. So every time you have those opportunities, take advantage of them, mm-hmm. you know, like early last year, like, no, two years ago, I was, I I was working a job where I was, had to be there very early and, you know, people would always like come to my apartment, hang out and stuff and they'd be like, do you not need to go to bed? I'm like, I mean, I do, but like, I want to hang out, you know? Yeah. And if I was like that kind of person that I need to go to bed this time every single night which i mean there's something to be said about getting rest there is don't look at me there is <laughs> sorry corian i'm not no you're good he's not I'm coming just for you not coming for you <laughs> at all it's completely fine but to me personally i just like i never want to miss out on those moments you know like with people and because there could be a conversation that we could have that could change them it could change me and it could really help them yeah and i think that's happened a few times so like you know, it just you always have to look for those little moments that God's given you, because it's not by your own. Like it, it's it's from Him. Yeah, and it's yeah. a gift. It's a gift. Your singleness. We were talking about this earlier. It's a gift from God. Mm-hmm. Um, this time before you get married is a gift from the Lord, and you just have to use it wisely. You mm-hmm. know, and be patient and not complain and just like I said, acknowledge when He's giving you those moments, you know? Yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, how can we better portray the goodness of God as the fruit of the spirit? Being good. (laughs) (laughs) I think it goes back to just manifesting that aura around you, like that atmosphere of like this comes out of knowing where your joy comes from. It comes out of being patient. It comes out of being kind to people. And then, you know, out of doing all these things and just being at peace, you like you generate that atmosphere of goodness around you. Like the goodness of God radiates from you. Yeah. Like a light. Mm-hmm. And like I, I honestly I think that's the best way that you could explain how to be good, how to be how to portray goodness.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's Sometimes I get, I get a little frustrated with people at work because, you know, sometimes they, they refer to me as like the little, you know, oh, cute little David. You know, there's a lot of older people that work there and um, they'll say that. And I'm like, you're so like innocent sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, dang, you know, that's kind of, that's lame. But at the same time, it's like, that's good because like people know. That certain things that I'm not, I'm not here for. And there are certain things that I am and people feel comfortable talking to me about things. And then there are some things that they don't feel comfortable talking to me about because they know like I'm, I'm not with it and like they'll still, you know, confide in me and stuff. But, um, I just like, that's the goodness of God right there. Like people, people kind of radiate to you for a certain reason and, and that's it, you know, like. They feel comfortable around
0: you. And let's speak a word of encouragement to that, to anybody else who kind of, like, deals with that right now. Um, So we have a friend in our friend group who often makes comments like that, like, oh, my friends are so innocent because they're all Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, she she makes comments like that pretty often. Um, And, like, the flesh in me, like, wants to take that as an insult because, like, I used to be like that like I used to be wild and you know just live in life however I wanted to, wanted to live it. Yeah. Um but the spirit in me reminds me that like they see my faith then. Hmm. Yeah. They see that I'm fa- they see that I'm faithful to what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so important. You know. So
2: I'd rather be innocent than guilty. Yeah. Or to have like well I mean I'm serious though like then to like have this Kind of shame or, I don't know, right. whatever it is. Um, but but what you we were saying earlier, um, how to <coughs> keep that goodness, Philippians four eight is a good one, um, and it's you know, a common one, but whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, just, pure, lovely, good, of good rapport, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So your mind has a lot to do with that goodness that radiates throughout you, the things that you're thinking about, the things that you're, Watching or letting into your life are really going to affect that goodness factor.
0: Yeah. That reminds me of what Whitney said earlier that it's. Um, what was it about the self?
3: Goodness is a lack of self centeredness. S-
0: lack of self centeredness, yeah. Um, wow, I just completely <laughs> lost what that I was going to say. Of what Whitney said. Just completely uh. gone. Um, it's a lack of self-centeredness um it's so it's so easy to be self-absorbed to think about yourself all the time Mm -hmm. but if you think about others then like okay so this is especially true for somebody who deals with depression or somebody that deals with self-loathing because oftentimes i do um and one thing that i have to be reminded of so often is that those who are self-loathing are just as self-absorbed as some as the next conceited man mm-hmm. because you're always thinking about yourself. You're always thinking about how bad you have it or how bad you are or how worthless you are. And so, if you would stop being so self-centered and think about other people for a change, then your mood is going to change. And so, like, I don't know. I just feel like I need to share this. So uh, rather than praying for yourself, pray for somebody else. Mm. Like start praying for other people. Focus on like, you know, like what they're dealing with or just pray for somebody that you don't even know personally. Pray for them. Ask God to go into their lives. Start thinking about like, you know, what they could be going through and how God can solve that. Yeah. And then like, all of a sudden, you've forgotten yourself, and then your your mood has changed. You're filled with the joy of the spirit, and that goodness is gonna radiate from you. Because if goodness isn't radiating, words are hard. If goodness isn't radiating from you, then what is? Negativity. Negativity. So, like, stop hating on yourself. I'm I'm speaking to myself right now. <laughs> stop hating on yourself. Stop you know, downing yourself, stop self-loathing and just think about other people for a change, put them first yeah, and then let God work
1: through you. I think that plays into kind of what I was saying earlier about like, we were made to, to serve, like we were made to be stewards of others. Like, and that's why I think, you know, when I switched industries to the service industry, like there's something about it for me that just like, It's fulfilling at times. You know, there are times when it's, like, frustrating or whatever. But, I mean, you're right. It does kind of make you leave aside yourself and, like, put someone else first. It kind of forces you to do that. Yeah. And that makes me happy. You know, like, there are times that I'm, like, really happy doing that. And so, it does change your mood. And, like, especially if, you know, who you're dealing with is very receptive to that. You know? Mm -hmm. so.
3: I really loved like service industry and just I absolutely at times it can be frustrating. And You're like, do people really do do this? Like, what the heck? But then there's the other times that it trains you to think there's a need here. What is it? How do I meet it? And how do I meet it before you ask of me? And I just really, really, really love that. And I almost miss serving minus the inconsistent pay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I miss almost like that aspect of serving and waiting tables mm-hmm. and just thinking about the need of people because it trains your thoughts. And so when you're in your individual time or you're with friends, y- your thoughts will sometimes default, go that way yeah. of, Oh, well, what do you need? Oh, do you, do you need anything from the kitchen? Like I'm going, Right. you know what I mean? And you start mm-hmm. to be so more sure. conscious of the people around you. And I, I love that. Yeah. So I really relate with you on that, David.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, this is free wine and hello
1: and
3: <laughs> This wraps up our episode for kindness.
1: Ah, if you guys have any
0: questions. No,
3: goodness. goodness. <laughs> goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they're they're very, like, twin sisters to me. Twin sisters. sister.
0: Sister, sister. Yeah. All right. Gonna well, <laughs> we are going to see you guys next week we all right. my laptop we're going to be talking about first of the spirit continued yeah you're so that's goofy good. dude. you're I know. so goofy
1: listen it's the way
0: that God made me I'm not going to change
1: okay <laughs> oh, no. if you guys have any that, questions if you guys have any questions concerns emotional outbursts what do you call them general rebukes yeah email us freewine bread at gmail.com Yee. thank you guys we'll see you next time <laughs> yes! i knew dude yes! you know how many times i've gotten you, I'm so glad you like did that. at the end oh. <laughs> <laughs> please keep that in there oh it's in it's yes in. oh this is still in too <laughs>